Blog Talk Radio. It's now time for Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies Night, where we work to give females increased self-esteem, establish a healthy self-identity, and motivate females to obtain high noble character as detailed in scripture. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. All right, all right, all right. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. I greet you in the name of God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, God the Holy Spirit. I pray all is well with you and your families all throughout the land, wherever you're listening. Uh, Welcome tonight to Break a Change with the P31 Ladies. Uh, Since this is Ladies Night, you know, I am the co-host, so I see Evangelist is here. Uh, Evangelist, can you open up with prayer for us, please? Yes, sir. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. Lord, we thank you for being a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway, Lord. As we get started tonight, God, Lord, we ask that you guard guard our tongues, God. Lord, lead and guide us on what to say, what's needed for the people, for the listeners, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, and may every word that go forth, every word that's planted, God, be planted on good ground, God, that the people's hearts and minds will be able to receive what the spirit of the living God is saying. So, God, we welcome you on this airwave tonight, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Everybody suit up. You know what time it is. Put on your full armor, God. It's time to break chains. Y-A-T Radio is signing on. It's the P-31 Ladies Breaking Chains. Let's go.
You're listening to Breaking Chains. Call in live during the show at 858-357-9137. And listen live on our website at youngadultstalk.org. All right. Thanks a lot, big bro. Welcome back to the show, Breaking Chains, P31. Ladies, I am Pastor Ra. I'd like to introduce our ladies that are with us tonight. Uh, my sister Sonia, uh, sister Cherie, Evangelist Laquina, and sister Amy. These ladies are on. Turning the reins and the microphone over to my sister Sonia. All right, the mics are y'all, ladies. Go ahead, break chains. Good evening. Tonight we have an amazing show, and I hope that something we share with you breaks chains in your lives, as well as touch your heart. With that being said, ladies, let's break chains. So, the topic of tonight is, what's holding you back? That's my question. In other words, what's stopping you from going where you want to go? That will be referred to as a hindrance. And I'm going to use Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, which reads, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So now, let's go back and answer the question. So what's holding you back? In other words, what's stopping you from going where you want to go? All right, ladies, you heard the question, so let's run down the list. All right, who wants to answer first? Sister Sharif. Um, with that, Evangelist? I, I, I was going to, yeah, I, I was going to say um, a lot of times we can hold people back. Um, um, is them scared, them looking at their situation sometimes? Um, me personally, I, I don't allow a lot to hold me back. I'm, I'm 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 just very outspoken. The whole people back is not being confident, not knowing the word of God. Uh, I don't know if you're some I say people or, or just in general as a woman. Um, sometimes people need motivation, you know. Um, it, it, it depends on how that person perceives life, how they perceive the way that they are. A whole lot of that can hold you back from from life. Period. Um, sometimes people don't even let go their past in order for them to go to the forward in life. So, um, it could be so many different numerous reasons why people don't fulfill their dreams in life, their destiny in life, their purpose in life. Um, I'm done. Okay, you put that in a. Uh, um a person's sense. Let's relate it to you. What's stopping you or what's hindering you in life today from doing what you want to do? Uh, well, right now, I feel I'm doing everything that I need to be doing right now. Um, I said earlier, I don't allow, I, I'm not the type to allow situations or circumstances to stop me because I'm, I, I, I don't, See, that's why I just say in general of people, because who I am, um, it's a process to get to where I'm at. 
I, I had to go through it. I went through a lot in life to be where I'm at well, today. So where I'm at today is where God really want me to be because I don't allow life situations and circumstances to stop me. I don't look at my life on a natural level. Everything dealing with Queen is spiritual. So I don't allow obstacles to stop me. I when when you know what's embedded and grounded in you, you will have triumph tri- I say triumphant feet. God said I got hyena feet. Because when it when is when it's getting harder, that means you got to step higher. That means you too low. Mm-hmm. That's how I roll. I don't play with it. That's how I do my children. I don't play with it because it's very important. It's very important because of the people who's connected to me. Okay. Amen. Amen. Do you have Amen. A, what's, your, what's your take on it? I, it, me, myself, this is Sister Cherie. Good evening, everybody. Um, I will most definitely say I, I've, I've not been as blessed as evangelist this um, this this past um, year throughout the pandemic um, brought out a lot of surfaced a lot of things in, in me um, personally um, I I suffer right now from a sense of fear and anxiety and and but by by that with that being said. It did. It did put me in a position to whereas um, I spend more time in my word and more time with God than ever before because I know that I'm dealing with these things. Um, I have um, allowed fear to be a hindrance in my life. I have allowed um, doubt to be a hindrance in my life. There are just some things that after I, I watch a lot of people leave here and just watching what our country um, just recently went through, it, it put a lot of fear there, fear that I was unused to, that I'd never dealt with before, and all these things started to surface. I'm like, wow, where is all of this coming from? So it was just something that I, I I feel like um, based on the time that we have endured that, that, that put these things there and it, but it forced me to go deeper in my word. But I, I definitely cannot say that um, I, I don't have hindrance in my life, but by the same token, it's a blessing to, to, to be able to commit to the word of God and to be able to dig deeper in that word, um, to understand what it is for me even more so now than ever um, to be able to trust in him um, to pull me out because whereas I did not understand until I started to deal with some of these fears or some of these feelings that I have, the, the fear, the anxiety, the doubt, the uncertainty, all of that was that was placed there, I felt like I was more... Um, I was always a person that was just motivated prior to and could just get things done. And, and these times showed me differently. Um, it, it made me scared. It, it did. I, I, I've lived in a lot of it more than I have ever, I ever have in my life prior to um, just based on this past year that we've all uh, living in. Yes, I'm strive daily to to prevail to be stronger but um i cannot definitely say that it it is not something that i suffer with that is not a hindrance in my life um at this point and even just lately with um with our numbers being up on the rise um, with COVID, yes i do know the god that i serve however um unfortunately 
for for me, the the death toll has been so close and near um, to my family and my personal friends that does it make you question sometimes? Absolutely, absolutely. I I could not say that it it doesn't. So yes, I I suffer right now, not moving forward, um, dealing in in hindrances of fear. Fear hinders hinders me. Doubt hinders me, and anxiety hinders me. But um, but yes, I think it's important um, that we are all able to come together, you know, as ladies, um, as friends, as neighbors, to be able to talk and support one another through times like this because it is it's definitely something out there that was not out there before. Amen. So, Amy, you have a take on that? Yes. Holding me back, probably um, doubting myself, maybe, and try to compare to, you know, like you see other people very successful, like maybe off the top, as soon as they get out there and you're still struggling. So I feel like they put doubt in you and make you feel like, you know, you're lacking, it ain't the time, or keep saying it ain't time for you to do it, and you just ain't never really trying to be ready for it. Keep giving up excuses. That's what's holding me back. Okay. I can definitely caveat off of that, just saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could definitely have you off of that. You know, I, I've had a um of what Sister Amy just said because um I've had a personal business and um for a long time now uh, a small business and when you see all these other people that that are kind of just entering into this world and 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 seem to be becoming overnight millionaires. You know, I make six figures now doing this and doing that. And and then here I am, and I know I've been struggling and doing this thing for quite some time. And yeah, it, I I can definitely caveat off of off of what you said. And and you watch these people, and you're like, well, what about me? Like I've been doing this for so long. Like God, I've been committed for so long. I've been I, I've I've been really working hard. I've been really struggling. I've been really putting forth the effort. I eat, sleep, and drink, and dream. This is where is my big break at? So yeah, it it does. It put a lot of doubt there for you. And doubt is definitely a hindrance. Amen. Amen. If, Amen. if I may add, I want to do a, say a testimony of last week when we was on the radio. Last week when we was on the radio, and um, I, I I didn't do the testimony because I just was believing God. Now uh, my whole my my son, my son and my grand my son was battling with COVID nineteen, and that night was when um, he went to the hospital and they didn't even give him no prescription or nothing. My grandbaby that same night was diagnosed with the mouth, hand, and foot disease or whatever you want to call it. And um, But I, I told the Lord, I said, I'm going to trust in you, God. I was on this radio last week as my, my family was dealing with all that. So my son, he was like, Mom, real weak. He was saying he's real weak and all this and that and that, that, that. And God gave me some remedies that I've been doing myself for so long. And I did it to my son, and I, I called my daughter-in-law, and I told her, I said, now you do such and such to Peyton. This is my grandbaby. He just turned one because he had blisters all down his throat. And for a baby with blisters all down your throat and blisters all over your body is no joke. That he couldn't even he was slow he couldn't even eat, 
God gave me a remedy to give to my daughter, Lord. I'm, t- I'm boasting on when you believing and trusting in God. I want to encourage y'all, encourage somebody that's listening that really needs this here. When you make it, God, your lifestyle, your all-in-one. And, and, and I'm not I'm pretending like I can go through nothing. I go through stuff. But you have to trust him with your life. So, make a long story short, I, God gave me the remedy to give for my grandson. I told my daughter-in-law, I said, now this is going to hurt him like hell. I had to tell him, but you got to do it. So, she, um, she did what I told her to do through the spirit of the Lord. And he was just hollering and screaming. But the next day, those blisters down his throat was closed, even on the outside of his body. He was eating and running, doing this and that. The third day, my son was able to get out of his bed, and he was walking around feeling good. Talking about he wanted to go for a ride. And, and my, my children, they was raised in church. He, he's my oldest boy. He was 30 years old now. So, but they do their own little thing. So he went outside, smoked his little cigarette and everything like this. But I, I told him, you got to keep that same measurement. The doctors called him Friday of last week. They asked him because they, they was calling him thinking that he was going to wind up having to come to the hospital. I had called up there after I got off the phone with you on Wednesday night. And I asked him, why didn't he give him no prescription? Just like that. And she was like, it depends on the doctors or whatever. So... That Friday, they called to check on him, thinking maybe he'll have to get hospitalized because it takes your strength. But it was some teas that God gave me for my son. And they was wondering, they asked him, they still called him the other day. They asked my son, well, what did you do? And he said, my mama took care of me. And that's all, he leaving it as that. But it was nobody but God giving me the wisdom, the wisdom of him. We just got to trust in God in this hour because we ain't seen nothing yet. This is going to get worse. And the Bible says in the last days, people hard to fail them because of the time, the trials, the tribulation, the things that we see. So we can only see what God sees, and that's his word, trust in his word. I had that testimony to encourage, encourage, keep it in God's hands, and God will handle the rest. Amen. Thank you for that testimony, Evangelist. Woo! That was that was very powerful. Um, I know as young people today, we have so-called friends that put stumbling stumbling blocks in our way to try to keep us from missing the mark. So, how do we handle these types of issues? With these so-called friends, um, Sister Amy, what can you give me a little feedback on it? Okay, we'll move on to Sister Cherie. Can you answer that question for me? I think that, um, I, I don't know, you know, I have to go back to the word where it says, um, um, and, and forgive me for not knowing the verse, you know, um, you know, you show yourself friendly to receive friends 
So I, I think that it's important at, at this day and age for each and every one of us, because I know that God's anointing falls on um, the authentic self. So it's been um, very deeply important for me um, at this day and age to, to really be in tune to the authentic me. And, and that's all I can be. And I know that God requires, you know, we just be our very best. And, and he does not expect any more. And, and I try to be that to any and everybody in my life, period. So I feel like it's important that we just kind of meet people where we are. I don't, I, don't, I don't expect more from my friends than I myself are, am willing and able to give. Those that go above and beyond, I, I meet them at above and beyond. Um, but I, 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 I think it is just important for us to be true and authentic to ourselves and to our friends and whomever. And I feel like it's fair to get that or, or expect that in return. I, I don't necessarily um, allow people, if, if I feel as though it's a situation to whereas um, – you are you are being a hindrance to me as a friend, and and I feel as a then I have gotten to a point in my life where I have learned to release those things and no longer serve me. So if that's a relationship or if that's a a friendship or an acquaintance that it does not serve a purpose in my life as far as the path that God has me on, then I kindly release you. I can still love you from afar and be okay. Um, I and I, I and I don't do so and try to wound that person. I I I just can respectfully re- remove you or be about my business with the Lord and allow you to be about yours. And we can still love one another. If you need me, call me, <laughs> and I'm gonna try my best to be there. But I just I don't allow myself to get stuck in 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 areas of my life like that. That is just a, a that's an area where I I, I feel as though. I excel in, whereas I don't excel in a lot of other areas in my life, (laughs) whereas I wish I did. Um, But I just feel like it's important to meet people where they are and, and, and no longer carry the baggage of keeping people in your life that are not serving the purpose that God has set for you. Amen. Um, Sister Amy, I'm, um, I know you didn't hear the question because you were disconnected. Um, but the question was, I know as young people, we have so-called friends that put stumbling blocks in our way to try to keep us from missing the mark. So how do we handle these types of issues? Okay, I'm going to say um, pray about it. Um, try to get on the, get your friends on the page that you own, or if not, that relates your friends. They're not trying to encourage you, you know, to do better. And they part of something about it, then that's the problem. Part of the problem, anyway. I would say drop that friend. If you can't, you know, turn them around and see your point of view to see if they're going to help you to get where you need to be. Because with them, they probably, you know, they could be influencing you to do, well, hey, don't worry about it. A girl, everybody trying to do the same thing. You don't need to try to do it. You know, they could be very discouraging. And you need positive feedback. Just continue to pray about it and get, ask the Lord to, you know, show you the path that you need to be on. And and he will remove hey. You know, if it's not meant for you, he will have it, he will help you remove it. At your life. Yes, ma'am. What about you, Evangelist? Uh, um, to today's world of friends try to influence our um, our young people with a lot of homosexuality. 
And um, I'm kind of, that, that, that's one of the biggest influences I'm seeing right now, along with drugs and alcohol. And um, this, this I, I say, your lifestyle of our, our young people can't afraid to, to be in the Lord. And it, it um, so it, it, it's a lot of teaching that I have to go go in it because it's a lot of influence. Um, fr- friends influence each other to do certain things. So you know, um, we have to teach them to be confident within themselves. Like um, sister, what one of the sisters said, I, I, you know, you love them where they at, but don't you go where they at? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I always rode. I always was a leader, even as a, a child. So um, it, it's the influence, and it's a strong spirit of influence that's hovering over the world right now. You see what I'm saying? So it go deep and wide. It, they they got to be rooted in the word of God in order to have the transformation of the mindset to be confident. We, we we could talk about stuff on an earthly level, but the mindset got to be transformed so you can know without a reasonable shadow of a doubt. So that's why we see some people walk in another level of of, 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 of victory than others because of it's where our mindset is sometimes. So that's what I'll be praying for for our youth and for my own children, not my young, young adults. I, I pray that, that they keep the helmet of salvation on and know that they are leaders not a follower, that they keep these basic precepts down in their heart. So that's where I'm at today. Amen. Sister Dallas, welcome to the show. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey. Okay, I just asked the question. All right. Um, I just asked the question. Uh, I know as young people, you have so-called friends that put stumbling blocks in your way to try to keep you from missing the mark. So how do you handle these types of these types of issues? Uh, tonight's show is about hindrance. So what type of stumbling blocks and how would you handle it if your so-called friends throw them out there to try to keep you off that mark you you're trying to reach. Um, I feel like in friendships and stuff, you should be able to um, talk to, you know, one another with whatever is on your mind. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, you know, going to talk to other people about the situations. But, you know, at first I would try to have a conversation with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to see what's their mindset and why, you know what I'm saying? Why would they do, like try to, you know, hinder me from, doing greater things or whatever first so i have a conversation but like i don't know i know sometimes i well i kind of believe you know some people it's only meant for a certain you know time in your life so i would just see it as you know they like their time would be up in my life you know what i'm saying not meaning in no harm but trusting that god probably trying to tell me that that person is not meant to, you know, be in my life just because, you know, that kind of hindered me and hold me back from doing, you know, what I feel like is right. So that's probably how I would um, 
handle the situation. First, try to talk it out, but if it's not going anywhere, I just, you know. Well, first, I should actually go to God about it, but I keep, I, like, feel like God is probably trying to tell me that that person is not meant to be in my life. Okay, so let me talk a little bit further. I know that you're in the music, into music, and you have your group going on. What would you do if your other half that sings with you um, threw a stumbling block and you, you all were at odds? How would you handle that situation? Okay, so sometimes we do be bumping heads, but honestly, I don't be knowing what to do. Um, I just let it play out, I guess, and just see, like, well, if it don't work out, then it ain't meant. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just look at it like that. But to be honest, like, I don't be knowing what to do. I just let it, just whatever happened, just die down and we be back to normal. You know what I'm saying? But... You know, sometimes I be praying about certain things because, I don't know, like, when we don't, like, really see eye to eye and stuff like that, I, I don't know. I don't be knowing what to do, honestly. Like, I just pray that God, if I just ask him, like, if it's meant, then it's meant. If it's not, then, you know, we'll go out separate ways. That's usually how I handle it. Thank you, Dallas. Thank you for being honest about that because I know that was kind of tough right there for you. Yeah. I want to bring another bring another young lady on to answer that question. Jay, what you think about that? Um, to be honest, I think that if your friends are questioning you to not do something that you want to do in life, that's not really your friends. Because at the end of the day, your friends should know what your type of goals are. And y'all should already know what goals y'all want to reach in life. And if that person is telling you, oh, no, you, you're not going to be able to do it, da, 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 that's showing you that that's not your true friend and you don't really need them. And God, or you, somehow you need to remove them out of your life. Because at the end of the day, that could cause you so much drama and pain and struggle that you wouldn't know how to handle it. And that's why I always say that if you're in some type of situation, you just need to ask God to open up your understanding and remove people that is in your way that's blocking you from accomplishing your obstacles in life. Amen. Amen. The the mouth was baby. Me personally... Um, I pick and choose who I'm around. If I really like a person and we are vibing, I go to the Lord and I pray and ask him questions as well as for him to show me the realness in the individual. And if they are not right for me, I ask him to permanently remove them from around me and give me strength not to go back and pick them up. Because if you're trying to stop me from doing something, and that means you're jealous of what I'm trying to accomplish or you got some kind of ulterior motive so I don't need to be around you 
That's good, right? Yeah. So when you say you go to him about them people, like, is it that you see something that's off by them, or you just go to God, you know, immediately, you know, before y'all just become deeper in, like, a friendship? That's when you go to him, or you, you wait till you see, like, them moving funny? Be honest with you, Dallas. Um, this walk that I'm on, and I've always been like this as a child, I can stand by you, and mm-hmm. I can pick up your vibe. I know from the jump what type of person you are. If I get a bad vibe from you, I'm immediately removing myself from the situation. Mm-hmm. I don't talk too much to you. I'll speak and I'll keep it moving. You may say that I'm funny acting, but that's that's my way of the Lord showing me discernment towards other people. As uh, Reverend Rogers say, try the spirit by the spirit. Mm-hmm. I know what type of spirit you have, and I and I don't want that on me, so I remove myself. And by me um, praying and asking the Lord. Um, sometimes you may have a negative spirit, but it like sometimes you know negativity or people with negative vibes and stuff they uh, rub off on you and stuff. So I have to pray and ask the Lord to reveal what they have going on because people have different agendas of what's going on, and I don't like that that type of negativity around me. I don't I that energy transfers. And I don't even like being around around people like that. So I always try and stay positive. I always try to be around positive people. But as far as um, sometimes sometimes people will show their real hand. <laughs> even before, you know, me getting to meet you. For example, um, I just purchased a home. And... Um, I didn't know anybody on my street, and uh, I'm I'm very funny. I don't on my hand I can count my friends, and if you ball your fist up, you know how how small that hole is on your hand when you ball your fist up, right? So you can't mm-hmm. get through there. So I know how many friends I have, and uh, when I move, and I. <laughs> strangest thing happened. Two individuals came in, in my yard and I could see them on my mirror in my kitchen. I'm like, who is that coming in my yard? Lo and behold, it was a young man and a young woman. They were married. Matter of fact, it was Sister Cherie and her husband. And they introduced themselves. And um, this young lady was going through the same thing that I was going through as far as friendships. We don't take too kindly to people because we know how people are, their intentions and all this stuff, especially when you've been hurt. When you open yourself to people and they just come in and you just trust them wholeheartedly and you give Mm -hmm. them your all and stuff and they turn around and they hurt you. So um, we hit it off right then that day. I was like, oh, Lord, this 
what what's going on? I ain't never had nothing like this to happen to me. Well, we just I just hit it off with a person. I mean, we were just vibing, vibing. To this day, when I I had to move, do you know they helped me move all my stuff in my house? They would not take one payment from me because that's how their heart was. They're loving people, but some you can find out when you're around people. And people are genuine. You can look at them and you can tell. Mm-hmm. But you have some people that are also deceitful. Mm-hmm. They come in cheap, what you call cheap clothing, wolf clothing. Mm-hmm. Even wolf clothing. <laughs> yep, you just have to it's, use it. It's difficult when when you've been hurt like that. It, it's very difficult. Um, you begin because people will literally be in your life and encouraging you, encouraging you to do things in your life and 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 seem to be on the same pattern as you. And there, but in their heart, that encouragement does not exist. Um, they can be encouraging you. Oh yeah, that sounds great. Go on. Oh, you ought to be. You're gonna be good at that. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. And it's fine as long as they're encouraging you because in their heart they actually don't feel like you're going to accomplish that thing in which you set out to. So the minute that you start to actually accomplish that thing, their, their tone turns. It, it's different. It, it's different. The tone is not the same. Those encouraging words no longer exist. Um, all kind of questions and, and, and placing that in your heart and in your spirit, all of a sudden those things come forth. And, and that's kind of like a testimony to finding out of who your true people are, who's for you, really, and who's against you, because that true friend is going to stick you through it and say, girl, don't you dare let me hear yourself, um, put yourself down. You can do it. You can handle it. You got this. You got this. They're there even when you've done so well and you start to fall and you begin to doubt yourself. But um, when you've been hurt like that, that, it, that's a hard bounce back when you have friends that place hindrances uh, in your life and, and prevent you from moving forward. But my philosophy is if God did it for you, he'll do it for me. So I can be at my lowest. But if you come to me and say, you know, hey, I got this great idea. I'm going to become a millionaire overnight if I do this. I'm all for it. I'm like, what do you need me to do? What do you need me to sign up at? What, what can I help you with? I'm all for it. I'm, I'm encouraged because my whole thing is that I'm doing in my my heart, like, okay, God, you you did that thing for her. Now, you know, I'm on board with her, and I'm gonna help her and do whatever it is I can do. You know, what what you can do that same thing for me, God. I'm, I'm trusting you too. You can do that same thing for me. But um, people will really start showing themselves when you actually um, accomplish that thing you set out to do. Amen. Amen. The hurt comes from the people that you expected it from. Like, like people then you had to unfriend or who doubted you that you thought was going to be the last person to do that. Dallas, can you repeat sorry, that Dallas, question? Your, your phone. You got you got a lot of uh, stuff going on in your background, or somebody does, and he's breaking up. So, can you repeat that question, please? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was saying like have the disappointment or like some like like people doubting you and stuff. Have that come from the people that you least expected that to come from? 
like people you thought would be the last person to, you know, let you down or doubt you? Man, it be your friends, your family members. It it come in all forms. Yeah. It'd be people that you least expect. Your family members would be the main ones that put let you down. Because, like, I have, like, a tendency to, like, try to find them, you know, the good and people that I know that's not the best, you know what I'm saying? But I know that's going to hurt me in the long run. Because it's, it's like, I'd be, like, I feel like, oh, they wouldn't do that. Like, I try to, you know, make everybody seem like they're, like, the good guy you know what I'm saying so that's why sometimes it'd be hard to like for me to like just say like okay I'm gonna stop talking to this person like friend wise cause you know what I'm saying like it just be from the people that you least expect so that's why I be trying to like hold yeah. on to stuff like yeah. friendship wise but I don't know that's because you're trying to find the good in that person mm-hmm. is it a sense of uh, you don't want to be by yourself. Is that why you're holding on to that individual? Um, no. I'm talking like more so like friendship wise because oh no, it's some friendships that I just be on the fence with. Like, should I still be friends with this person because they didn't did this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't be knowing what to do because like I ask God to show me, but I guess like. It's all about being patient and waiting for him to, like, you know. Well, yeah. That's true. You have to, if you ask the Lord for something, it's not going to come in your timing. It's going to come in his yeah. timing. So, therefore, you're going to have to sit back and you're going to have to wait on him to reveal that answer to you. Yeah. Sometimes we jump out there too quick and want to see the good in everybody. But the Lord be showing you but you don't be paying attention to what he's showing you because you want to see something different. You understand? Yes, ma'am. And that's how it be going. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, I, I've been guilty of that myself. Um, sometimes, God, well, the Bible says love always covered a, a multitude of sins. Um, so, sometimes you'll see the, um, you can see the good in somebody who who just ain't right because of sometimes past issues in life. Some, sometimes um, they become the person of whatever they was dealt with as a childhood. And I've met plenty of people like that in life. Um, I know I could only go a certain distance with them on my journey of life, but... Um, if they ever, like, needed me, even still today or something, needed me to, to help them with something, I'm, I don't mind helping them with nothing because God is love. That That's the purpose of Jesus dying for for the enemies, the enemies, for all of that. But um, you must know who to put on your bosom and who not to put in your bosom. You know, the old people say back in the day, feed, you know who to feed with a long handle spoon. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I've been, I'm guilty of that myself. I see I, I can see a bad person, but I will see the goodness, the potential that they don't even see themselves. And that's where we could go and pray for that individual. Pray that they get there, but know how far to go with them. Don't diss them, because Jesus ain't diss us. 
He loved everybody. But pray for everybody as well, you know. That's all I got to say. So, Amy, you have a take on that? We don't want to leave you out. I agree with everybody. I agree with everybody, but I feel like um, instead of something I need to say that, if I can say it correctly. Well, instead of, like, when we see something like that, we face that, I feel like try to help that person instead of, you know, maybe turning and saying, I'm just going to leave the person alone. Maybe not to a certain extent, I'm going to say, help, try to help them at first. And if you reach out and still don't work, seem like they're trying to go in your favor, they're still trying to, you know, encourage you to do something, but you know they're not really for you. And like say they're praying against you. Um, just continue to keep praying for them, but you don't have to, you know, keep them in your company. You know, you can let it go, just keep praying for them, and move on with yourself and continue to pray. Because like Tanya said, like everybody else said, God is going to show you, you know, and he's going to remove that person so you don't have to deal with them directly. But still pray for them from afar because they're supposed to love everybody. But you still can love them. You just don't have to deal with them like that. That's my Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, we all have vices. And um, I'm running a race, and I'm trying to get to the finish line, but I can't do it with people trying to put hurdles in my way. Uh, I'm going to reference Galatians 5 and 7. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye shall not obey the truth? I did. Why? Because I was distracted by the hindrance of the world, gossiping about people and things that didn't concern me, my thoughts, rather being ugly or adulterous, etc., and my actions by how I was treating my fellow men. And my feelings by being selfish. Those were all of my vices. So what are your vices? Sister Sheree. I'm sorry, Sister Sainz. Did you say what am I like? What are your vices? My vices. I'm sorry. It's just a little muddled. So I can't, couldn't, can't understand you. Vices as in uh, victory, I-C-E. Yeah, V-I-C-E-S. Okay. I, I don't know. I would just have to say that, you know, my takeaway is, uh, about it is from um, what I pretty much shared earlier about the fact of trusting in God to remove the things in my life that no longer serve me. I, I just made a, a, a pact with myself that these were things that I didn't, I no longer wanted to be stressed about. I no longer wanted to have on my mind as, as an issue. I no, no, no longer wanted to put my focus or attention on. I'm saying, okay, God, you know what's best for me. You know better about what's best for me than I know what's best for myself. So I'm trusting in you. This don't feel right. And it's just like Dallas was saying earlier about, you know, what do you do when you get to that point? Me and myself, I think the, the mere fact that, questioning that person the mere fact that there's a question there for you raises a red flag so it kind of answers a question within a question for me and for me it's like okay god this is the way that i'm feeling about this so i'm asking you because you know what's better best for me better than i know what's best for me is to remove this person remove and and sure enough i definitely can give testimony and i 
like to do so because I cannot do so without wounding someone, and I don't desire to do that. But sure enough, I've been in situations to where I've asked God that, and uh, an awful situation will come up out of it, will arise out of it, and I'm able to see that person for just who they are because, like her, my heart is big. So I want to see the best in you. I want to find the best in you, and I, and I don't want to have to worry about that. I don't want to have to worry if I committed myself to you as a friend, whether or not you're going to do the same. I feel like whenever God does something and whenever God puts his hands on things for us in our life, it comes at no strain. So I shouldn't have to stress about a friendship. A friendship should be natural. It should be easy. We all should have a person in our life, a safe person in our lives that we can confide in and and talk to and tell our harsh truths to or or our ugly secrets or whatever it is that is troubling us in life and be able to move forward without not having to worry about that. So I've been hurt so badly in my life where my friends were concerned that I'm like, okay, God, this is not anything that I can handle. I can't deal with this. I can't handle this. I'm asking that you take it. I'm giving this to you, so I'm no longer going to worry about whether or not that person is good for me or bad for me or or in nowhere in between. If if, if that's the case, then you'll show it to me and just make me alert enough to see it. But other than that, I'm going to continue to treat that person accordingly, continue to operate out of the purity of my heart. And I just ask that I, you take the reins over my emotions, <laughs> and and that's just how I, um, that's just how I, I've kind of dealt with it in my life to be able to um, walk with a peace of mind concerning it. Because friends are important to us. Let's let's just be honest. Friends are are very important to us. They're they're those safe people in our lives. So when they don't operate in a in a manner that. Um, that, that's 100% for you or 110% for you, it hurts in a different way. And it's a lot to have to get over. Amen. Evangelist? Hello? Um, I, I told you got lost. I thought we were talking about friends and then we are talking about what now. Um, could you repeat that question again? I know we did the friends. We were still talking about friends. Uh... No, I was asking what vices do you have? I was I shared some of the vices that I dealt with uh, gossiping and how um, how I treated people, being ugly, adulterous with my thoughts and feelings. And I know that we oh, all we all gossip. My so. I'm sorry. Uh, we we talking talk about what, what are some of our struggles? Yeah, you you can say that. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know what the word what, what vices mean. What, it sounds like struggles what, to me. What affects you? You know, the vices, the, the hurdles that we you come along with gossiping, you come up with um, your mindset, um, things that's hindering, hindering. Oh, um, things that have struggled, we have struggled with along the way, you said. Because we, we all sit yeah. and come short of his glory every day, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to really, uh, <laughs> look, I know that we being a child coming up, all the way to New York, Staten Island, New York. Uh, we, Mama moved here to Mobile from Detroit. Uh, we being here in Mobile, my mama traveled a whole lot. So I, I haven't seen a whole lot of the world at a very young age. Um, 
struggles. My struggles always been, as growing up, I was a parent child, but well, I had a hard life. I um, had a child at 12, so I, I was grown up before I could even play with dolls real good. So my struggle always been, I say my mouth, I say my mouth, because I'm very outspoken. And I'm strong, and to, to be a woman now and a woman of God, I'm, I'm strong in a lot of areas where um, it's like abnormal for a woman, I say. <laughs> so I kind of like, um, I, I say that, that's one of, that's something that I struggle with right there. And, and um, I, I never was the type to just, uh, hang around girls, a whole lot of girls. I don't hang around a lot of girls, and um, never did, because I'm the only girl. I was a, got three brothers, but one of them passed away this year, so I got two brothers now. But um, so I, I never was the gossipy type. I, I didn't like clicks. Uh, I just, I um, just too outspoken. My mouth. That's what I say. <laughs> Amen. Um, I can relate to that um, being strong, but you know what? Men are afraid of strong women. They they don't know how to accept us. They run. Not all men. I got in. Not all men. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Vocalize that correctly now. Thank you. Some men that are, um, they may be struggling with some self-esteem. They they can't accept a strong woman. Is that better for you, Pastor? Yes, ma'am. Hey. Yeah, okay. They 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 don't know. They can't handle us. They're scared. They run. They run from us Amen. with quickness. Amen. <laughs> and. Um, I was just the opposite of you. I uh, I was a quiet person. And uh, I would come home every day beat up. And uh, my brother told me, my oldest, yes, ma'am, my oldest brother told me, I'm the only girl and it was 13 boys. And my, um, the oldest brother, now Andre, would tell me, if you come home another day with a black eye, because I would get pushed into a pole, you pull my ponytails and everything, and I wouldn't fight back. I'm going to beat you up. So we had this game we used to like to play. We used to play uh, airplanes. We'd get on, on his feet, on his legs. He'd put us up in the air, and we'd get on, we'd put our stomach on his feet. And he'll fly us around our arms, be stretched out. But I didn't know I was stupid. I'm thinking he playing, but he done threw me into the wall. He said, now you bring your butt home another day with a black eye or let somebody beat you up or pull your hair. That right there taught me. I don't take no mess now. I have to calm myself. That's why I have to tell people, look, let that old song you say beard. I said, I'm trying to walk a different path because if that old song you get at, ain't no telling what she going to do. So yeah, I used to be quiet, but now I, I 
I have a moth I have to work with. All right, Sister Dallas or Sister Amy, you have anything you want to say on that? Um, I agree with most of what all y'all was saying. Um, I feel like yeah, sometimes I might struggle with you know being maybe too quiet and not speaking up enough. But I don't like letting nobody walk over me. But like, you know, maybe just being like too quiet or trying to like you know please everybody like say somebody talking about this person. I'm knowing like it's not right for me to jump in or whatever or a friend might call in want to talk to a person or whatever and I know it's not right but instead of me just you know telling them straight up like I don't want to talk about this I would like feed into it not just you know just so bad but I would you know feed into it and then I feel bad you know what I'm saying by just even saying something about it so I guess like just really just right now speaking up and just letting them know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like doing that no more. And I know it's not right. So, that's something. You know you know why you would uh, feel bad? Because the Lord will convict you mm-hmm. for talking. And what I pick up from you, Dallas, you're a very mild-mannered young lady. You're very laid back. So, you're, you're a... You put me in the mind of me back in the day. But I see that uh, if somebody pushes you to that extent, yeah. that other side will come out. That that you have buried down deep down inside of you. But no. uh, you don't let nobody push you around and, and say things that's degrading or anything, you stand up for yourself. You know. Because yes, they'll no. take that as a weakness. Yeah. And that's what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. So, Sam, you have anything you want to say? Yeah, I'm going to say I agree with everybody. Um... I don't even need to elaborate on it because I agree with what everybody said. Um, my case, I'm gonna say um, one of my vices is probably maybe trying to hang with the crowd sometimes. You know, um, if you meet me, you'll say, "Oh, she's a nice, quiet person." I'm really not quiet, and I do tell people that when they meet me, I'm really not a quiet person, and I do speak my mind. I've gotten to a point where I guess with the age I am, and you know, being more into Christ, trying to live and strive to be like Him. I let a lot of things go because if you knew me some years ago, you would be like, yeah, that's, you don't want to say nothing to that one right there because she's going to say something, she's going to pop off because I was that type of person, that person. And I'm going to say I still have that in me, but now I try to reflect it on people in a very positive and a nicer way instead of, you know, just saying it straight off the top, hurting feelings, this and another. I'm going to tell you up front if you don't want my opinion or I'm going to tell you the truth, then don't ask me. So that's just the type of person I am, but. I try to strive to be better so you don't say, oh, you know, she's not one because you want to talk to or, you know, she got a bad attitude. Because I don't really have a bad attitude, but I, I ain't going to let nobody run over me. I ain't going to let nobody cross me. But I'm going to try to tell you in a very positive, very nice, as nice as I can way. And if it don't work being nice to you, I'm just going to leave it at, hey, I told you this part, then I'm going to move on. And, leave, and that person just going to be there and I'm going to be here. You know, we're going to speak and we won't have a conversation or anything like that. I, I just don't deal with it. I just let, let it go. Now I do. 
Amen. Um, how do you turn a negative day into a positive when you experience these hindrances? Do you take it as a negative and roll with the flow? Or do you try and change it over to a positive? You talking to me? Um, go ahead, Susan. Oh. Okay, I'm going to say what I do. Now, I I might make a phone call to somebody I know I can talk to about it and tell them what's going on. And they're going to, you know, sit down and they'll be like, hey, look, look at it this way. You got this going on. You know, thank God that you're living. Thank God for things that are that's going on right in your life. If it's not going on right, you need to pray about it and find out why. Get a solution to what's going on, why it's wrong. But if it's negative, let that negativity go because we don't have time for negativity. And that's just maybe. Amen. Evangelist? I, uh, I'm a worshiper. So, um, I, 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 what you said, I was thinking about, um, when Lord, when he wakes me, he'll have a song in my spirit. And it sets my day off. Because um, he didn't have to wake me up this morning. I look around me. Okay. I see what's going on. And, um, I just be grateful for that. You know, as you, you grow older in the Lord and you you looking around you, you know. I was telling somebody yesterday, he, he this person, he upset because he sent someone a, a wrong picture. I'm like, man, <laughs> that made your day go bad? Come on. Somebody in the hospital. Somebody needs to get a chance to get up to go to the hospital, you know, so. I I I I get up in the morning. I'm giving God all the praise and glory and honor. He gave me a, another day, another day of brand new grace and mercy. He woke me up. He didn't have to wake me up this morning, you know. So it, it don't get no. It, to me, it don't get no greater than that. He give us another chance every day we wake up to shift anything that's negative <laughs> or wrong. We can't change what's gonna come to us, but He promised us. He said, no weapon form shall prosper. So Amen. whatever the situation, the circumstance is, it can't prosper. No, <laughs> no. no man. <laughs> That's why I'm a worshiper. I'm a praise and worshiper, and I, I believe in that. I, that's my mind. It, it took years to get this disciplined mindset of, of just that. You see what I'm saying? Because it, it used to be so much of turmoil going on in my life. Mm. So he really had to change me yeah. and everything. I don't care how bad it looks. If I'm breathing, I got another. He's giving me another chance to get it right. He's he giving me another chance to get up out of it because he said he said warning before destruction. He said it's always an open door of escape. He said if I tell the enemy to flee, that means he got to go. So I got victory all around me. Period. Oh now. Amen. Sister Dallas, you have any any comments you wanna to add to that? Oh. Uh, what was your question? How do we turn how do you turn a negative day into a positive day when you are experiencing these hindrances? Any obstacles? Mm. Yeah, I just would say pray because I usually um 
like I had spoke on today, I usually try to take matters into my own hands a lot. And it just don't do me no justice. But when I just really just, you know, just let it go. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, really just ask God to, you know, handle it. I feel like that's when my situation become better. and Or I just find myself not even going through that situation at the like at the moment no more so i would just say like really praying and also just keeping faith okay so dallas mm-hmm. another question for you so are we kingdom builders by hindering the fellow man you saying that we hinder people are we kingdom builders by hindering others? Um, no, I feel like we shouldn't, you know, have a say so trying to tell people what to do and what not to do in their life. Like, if you, you know, like these obvious bad things, we should, you know, speak up and try to help them. But at the end of the day, you can't really tell nobody what to do with their life, or just you can't tell nobody, you know what to do because we don't know you know what plans do I got for them in their life so I don't think hindering anyone would make us um, kingdom builders Evangelist what's your take on that Evangelist no, um, no, no, ma'am. You said um, it's kingdom builders cause cause people to hinder. No, to be a are we are we can kingdom uh, builders by hindering our fellow man? No, ma'am, not not at all, not at all. Uh, uh, well, I said a kingdom builder and and a disciple. Uh, first. First, people must learn how to be an, a disciple, ambassador for God first, and, and and take on Christ's image. And when you take on the love of God, then you become the knowledgeable of the kingdom building. So, um, no, ma'am, not at all. Kingdom builders is, is is so unified. I'm talking about no, ma'am, not at all. Okay. I would say no to that question as well because Satan has us so locked up until we just need to keep running that great race, great race towards God. God. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, with that being said, Reverend Williams, do you have anything you would like to add? Um, yes. You know, um, the Apostle Paul said, I fought the good fight. I ran the race. You know what I'm saying? In other words, I did my best. If we if we, if we we present ourselves out there that way, like the Apostle Paul did, and then support each other in the same way, uh, you know, if, if you're going to fight the good fight, you know what I'm saying? That means that you need assistance in fighting the fight. God has to be there first, but then we have to be there for each other. We have to stop being a hindrance to each other. We have to stop being a hindrance to ourselves, most importantly. Uh, can we be a hindrance to ourselves? Yes, we can. 
Because we first we got to understand what the word hindrance means. You know what I'm saying? The state of being interfered with, held back, slowed down, the state of being hindered. A person of being that it interferes with or slows the progress of someone or something. So so whatever that is that's standing in a way that's slowing you down, that's keeping you from reaching your goals, you know what I'm saying? That, that That's just set, holding you back. Those are the things that we have. Those are the people, places, and things we have to remove from our circle. And and, 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 and we have to remove ourselves from them or from it. And, and, and then something something very important. Uh, I heard Sister Cherie earlier, she had to leave and uh, um, uh, we send uh, blessings to her, prayers up for her and her family. Listen, something we had in Bible studies tonight was Psalms 27. And it starts off by saying, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? If I'm going to believe that, that's going to that's going to remove and stop all the hindrances in my life, because that means I'm putting my focus on him. I'm not going to say that they're not going to try to come at me. I'm not going to say they're not going to try to stand in my way. But I know that that I should not be able to let them overcome me. I shouldn't be hindered from doing the work of the Lord. I shouldn't be hindered from achieving my goals and my dreams. If I trust and have faith in the Lord, if I'm seeking ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, all things will be added to me. So one thing about it is, is that we as a people, we have to stop being a hindrance to each other and stop hindering each other from achieving goals and dreams. We need to learn to come together. We need to learn to have some unity. We need to have to learn to bring love back into the community. All of us. We all are guilty of something in life that we've traveled down a dark road. There's still people out there traveling down dark roads that need help right now. And their hindrance is, is that they don't know how to ask or they too prideful to ask. So there's always going to be a roadblock, a stumbling block, a, something to try to trip you up. So who's ever out there listening, be mindful of that. Just know that God is always there. He'll never leave nor forsake you. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. God has already been where you are right now because he set the plans for your life. He set your life in motion. There's a lot of people going through a lot of things out here. So let's make sure that we are prayerful for each other, that we love on each other, and that we support each other. Listen. God, God gave his only begotten son to die for the whole world. That only means something to the people that believe in him, that trust in him, that's going to have eternal life with him. So let's make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do and stop letting things, people, places, and things hinder us from doing the work of the Lord, which is most important. No matter how it sounds, how it feels, as long as God told you to do it, just do it. Just do it. Um, and, 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 that's, and that's what I got. Uh, when y'all are ready, um, Pastor Kemp would like to come on and I'm sure make a comment to everybody when everybody, um, I, I've said what I needed to say. Uh, but Pastor Kemp is on. Uh, whenever you're ready, I can bring him on and he can say hello to everybody and, and comment on your topic for tonight. Uh, hindrance. Um. Yes. Before you put our overseer on, there is one question I would like to ask you. 
Do we just give up when we face the pressures of others or do we fight back? And if we fight back, how do we fight back? With the word of God. If, all right. I, was wanting, I wanted to see if we were on the same wavelength. That's the, that's the only way. That, that's the only way. To fight. You that's know, that's right. the only way. Amen. God say put on his full armor of God. They say the full armor of God. Not the full armor of your pastor, not the full armor of the first lady, the deacon. The tr- it says the full armor of God, the sword Amen. of the spirit, which is the word of God, the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, your helmet of salvation, your belt of truth, and your boots of peace. Amen. That's your full armor. That's all you need. You know what I'm saying? And you got to study the word of God in order to be able to come up against these things that come at you. You got to be able to speak the word of God to this. And and, and listen, let me tell you something. You can know the word of God and not have God in your heart, so it ain't going to mean nothing. So it's got to come from your heart. (laughs) Yes, it do. That's probably. How are we going to play with the world? The devil know the Bible. Yeah. But, but he he cannot use the word of God. He can't use it for nothing. He just know it. He just mm-hmm. alter it. He say what he want to say. He added one word. Not you will surely not die. And then what he told Eve mm-hmm. when God said you will surely die. So he'll come in and mm-hmm. deceive you. So you got to know the word of God to know if it's the truth. Amen. The devil will come and deceive you. He's the father of lies. That's what he do. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He does that all the time. That's all he can do. He got no power, and he know it. Listen, you don't want to be caught up in the situation talking about some, uh, uh, listen, Peter, I know Jesus, I know, but who are you? I know that's right. You get whooped, stomped down. Mm. So, so, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, ain't gonna happen. You you got to, you, That that's the only way to, uh, uh, to fight up against this battle because the battle is not yours. God say it says the battle is not ours, it's the Lord's. He say vengeance Amen. is mine. Amen. He already got the victory for you. I figured that all we got to do is show up in confidence in the Lord and, and go get our prize. We we already got the victory. I know I do. I know who I trust in and believe in. That's it. So I got the victory already. I'm good. So, you know, we have to we have to we have to be that example to the people out here so people can see that in you. If you're going to talk about mm-hmm. it, you got to be about it. You got to walk the walk and talk the talk. People need to see it. People got to see it. People need to see still see signs and wonders to believe. Amen. People still need people still like mm-hmm. that today. They were like that then when Christ walked on the earth, and they still like that today. And you know what Jesus saying? You of such little faith. Mm, they still got that little time. faith every time. Every time. Absolutely. Because we got to see it to believe it. So since you don't see God, that means you don't believe God? Mm. Uh-oh. We need to see it, though. Where's your faith? He said, all you need is a faith the size of a mustard seed. You ever seen a mustard seed? You see how lit it is? Yeah. It, it's about the size of a little stick pin, the head of a stick pin. If you drop it in the carpet, mm-hmm. you won't find it no more. Your vacuum will, but you won't. <laughs> that's all we need. So that's that's what I got. <laughs> 
Amen. Thank you for that. Can't bring the overseers. Amen. All right. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Good evening. Uh, Pastor Dr. LaVert Kim, welcome to the show. We got uh, Sister Sonia, Sister Sister Dallas, Evangelist Laquina. You got all these ladies on. Uh, Sister Amy. uh, uh, Look like Sister Cherie is back. Uh, All these ladies are on tonight. Uh, Pastor, God bless you. Good evening. Talking about hindrance. Uh, good evening to each and every one. Uh, I've been just listening, and it's been very interesting uh, about the things that are hindrance, do things hinder you. Uh, the whole thing with hindrance and from the spiritual level is those things that come up against you and keep you from getting close to God. Uh, a lot of times they take your mind off of things, uh, I'm reminded Paul gives so many examples of things that hinder us. And I think about Hebrews. I think about the right when he wrote Hebrews, the 12th chapter. Being surrounded by a great cloud of witness, how he talked about, about, about the sins and things that so easily, you know, ensnare us. And in life, it's going to either you're going to live from the spirit are the flesh. The flesh is the hindrance, and the flesh usually is what we want to do. I have the thing whereas I, I truly believe I, I can't counsel you uh, unless I give you the word of God because what I think and it's not really worth anything. It's only what you know Christ said that really worth something. When we add our two cents, then we take and make it contrary to the word of God. I, I heard some wonderful things being said, but I, I do want to take uh, Pastor's side that uh, uh, a real man is not afraid of a strong female at all. Amen. Only a weak man is afraid <laughs> of a female. Only a very weak man. He, he, he's afraid. I, I know I've never been afraid of no female uh, regardless of what the, the qualities they've had, if I'm if you're blessed to have a, a strong female, and and some guys are afraid because maybe the female make more money than them, and I've heard different things like that, but that should be a blessing, you know. The two have to make it, you know. Being African American, usually it's gonna take two to make it anyway, to really make it the way you would like to make it. Both you combining together, um, and the Bible said, "How can two walk together unless they agree?" Oftentimes, you're not in agreement. That's why uh, it seems as though that some person can't, uh, don't want to be around you. Either they're envious of you. When you when you're talking about people putting things in the front of you, hindering you, people will put different things uh, in the front of you. You could have a job, and they'll put a they could hinder you from getting a position. You could have people just just envious you, dislike you, and if you allow them to get in your head. I learned that who I am is not predicated upon what others think or say. I had a mother that once told uh, her kids that if people don't put food on your table and clothes on your back, you don't worry about what they have to say. 
They're not doing anything for you. And oftentimes uh, we go to bed worrying and a whole lot of time God have already given you the answer and we go praying God to tell us this, that, and the other. And then he say, I've already gave you the answer. Trust in me. He asks you not to put your trust in man. And that's mankind. That's man, male or female. He's talking about mankind. Uh, in other words, if it's only God is, is, is perfect, and that's why he tells us that. Also, you know, the hindrance in life is just society itself put up so many hindrances to us in life. You know, just being born African American is a hindrance. It's a hindrance for us to move forward and try to measure up to what uh, the society say that we can be or should be because you're fighting against a system that's systemically against you. But the power that be understand uh, what when Balaam was employed to uh, curse Balaam, what a Balak employed Balaam to curse Israel. Israel. But when he gave him the silver and all the things he gave him to curse Israel, uh, Balaam was a false prophet. But he when he prayed to God and he he, he said uh, he was employed to curse Israel, Balak. So him, praise Israel for him. He said, well, I have to go in prayer. But when he went in prayer, what came back were, were, was things that we need to understand. When he came back, Balaam had to tell Balak, man cannot curse what God has blessed. You know, man can put a stumbling stone in the front of you, but he can't stop you for wherever God, whatever God has for you is for you. See, everything has been predestined. And what we go around worrying about things that we have no power over. Everything has already been orchestrated in our lives the day we're going to die. Now, I remember Job, you know, oftentimes we lose loved ones and things. And Job was, after he lost everything, his cattle, his sheep, you know, his donkeys, his servants, his home, and his ten kids. And, and then he said, shall we not accept the good and shall we not accept the bad? With all this, Job did not sin with his mouth because Job knew that he had no right to question God. Woman, you speak as a foolish woman. Shall we not accept when we was rich? In other words, when we had everything, you didn't say nothing. He said, shall we not accept the good and shall we not accept the bad? We, we we were happy when everything was going good. Now you want me to curse God because they're not working the way we want them to work. And in life, things are not going to always work the way we want them. Jesus suffered, and he told us, too, that we're going to suffer. I know that we're told that we're going to have whatever we want, and if that was so, uh, my great-grandparents, the slave that worked so hard and prayed God so hard, they would have been out of slavery. But it was not in the time frame when God had allotted. There's things that, that what we have to learn is when all these stumbling blocks put in the front of us, though you slay me, yet shall I trust you. Trust you. Paul said, not that I've apprehended, but Paul said, one thing I know for sure, I press toward the mark. Paul had all kind of hindrance in him. Paul was stoned. He was shipwrecked. He was beat 39 lashes plus plus one, you know, with the cat of nine here. 
Paul was in peril to see peril of his own people. And Paul, you know, a bit by saying, Paul went through all these things. But the thing he could say is his grace was sufficient. Paul said, I haven't apprehended, but the one thing I know I'm pressing toward, and that's what we used to have to say. I need to learn to say, I haven't made it there yet, but I'm pressing far. We talked about kingdom building tonight. What do you think Jesus meant when he gave the Great Commission? Kingdom building. What do you think that 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 what he meant when he said, "And thou art uh, Petros, now Peter, and upon this Petros I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it." He was talking about the church is building the kingdom of God. We are the kingdom builders. That's your, that's our job to build the kingdom here. By why? By the way we talk, the way we carry ourselves. I, I heard uh, Pastor Roy say, say, say about walking the walk and talk the talk. Walking the walk means you got to live that lifestyle 24-7, 365 days out of your seven days a week, every day. You can't take off a Christian uniform. It ain't like wearing a police uniform. You get home, you take it off. That's a that's an everyday lifestyle that you live. The songwriter said, "Let the life that I live speak for me." So we're gonna have our the vicissitudes, the ups and downs, and Satan, the adversary, is gonna all try to bring things up, but he has no power. Satan, the only power he has is the power of suggestion. What he did with Adam and Eve, he could tell you, "I hate her." Uh, you need to hit her in the head. Well, no, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you handle it for me, Lord. And I guarantee you, sometime if you put it in God's hand. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. I put things in God's hand, but I never. Okay, I never was a person to allow any man ever to put his hand, man, woman. I am not afraid of man, woman, nor beast. And I'm just gonna be honest with you. Those who know me, I'll tell you, I'm not afraid of anyone. But I've learned to how to hold my peace better now because I don't have to be physical. I could turn them over to God. But if you touch me, then I can't be like Christ. I have matured that for where I could turn the other cheek. But one thing I can tell you, if you don't touch me, I could walk off from you and say, well, I don't have to, I don't have to be bothered with you anymore. I'm going my way, you go your way, I'm going to go my way. I'm going to continue living for Christ, and whatever you want to do is fine, as long as you don't, you know, put your hands on me, and I'm going to treat you. I'll speak to you. I, how you doing? And I just keep walking. But I, I have a new outlook on how I handle things. I don't hate anyone. I resent people. I, when I say I resent, I like, I dislike what you stand for. I dislike the way you live. I don't hate you. Because you don't believe what I believe in. If you don't believe in Jesus, that's your problem. I don't hate you for it. But the whole thing, we kingdom builders. And we and I want to let you know, in me you'd have peace, but in this world you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have hindrance left and right. But we stay focused on Jesus. He's the author and finish of our faith. I hear us sometimes say how we handle things. 
And a whole lot of it wasn't handling things by biblical from the biblical perspective. And that's that's when you start living that Christian walk and that Christian life, you start handling it from a Christian perspective. And um, God, when Jesus gave uh, Peter the authority to start the church, and it was started on the day of Pentecost, and that's when Peter, uh, 3,000 was saved, But and he told Peter that you are the Petros. That's the word in the Greek for Peter. But Petros means the big, unmovable rock, the large rock. One of Petros is the little rock, pebble rock. And, but he differentiated it in, in, the, in the Greek that he spoke. But I just think that it's very, very powerful. And I pray that a lot of ladies are, and men to learn from what you guys were talking about. I'm talking to all you powerful women of God, what you guys were talking about. A lot of men can grow from just hearing what you say, but I have to agree with with with, with, with Reverend uh, William that you have some strong men that's not afraid of you, a strong woman. That you know, when you get things like that, you only compliment one another. Okay, that's how you compliment when you have two people, both strong will people, and kind of pull in the same way. And then that that means you have to compliment both people, compliment one another. God bless you. Amen. 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 God bless Amen. you, Pastor. Thank you for that. Amen. All right. Um, get ready to wrap this thing up, ladies. Uh, um, let's run down the list for the ladies to give their final comments. And uh, we're going to shut this thing down. Uh, uh, evangelists want you to uh, 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 pray us out tonight as well. Uh, uh, so let's get ready to final comments. going to start with you, evangelists. Your final comments, ma'am. Uh, my final comment is going to be Ephesians 10. If I may read it, I just want to read it 10 through um, 18 right, real briefly. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your lawns girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shone with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. 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 Thank you for that evangelist. God bless you. All right, uh, Sister Amy, your final comments. I'm going to say, um, wait patiently on the Lord, uh, continue to pray, and ask for guidance, and let the Lord lead, lead you. And those are my final comments. Amen. Pray. God bless you. Thank you for tonight. All right. Um, Ms. Dallas, uh, your final comments. Um, I just want to say, just stand in faith. 
um, no matter what the situation is, when people try to come hinder you and doubt you, just, you know, give it to God and not try to, you know, handle it in your own hands. And also not try to hinder others and what they're doing. That's all. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man, for being here tonight. God bless you. About you there, Miss Jade. She had to leave. Okay. All right. We uh, uh, send our love and prayers for Miss Jade, Miss Cherie, and all the ladies that were not able to be here tonight. All right, uh, Sister Sonia. In closing, I have to say, you have to let God fight your battles. You have to surrender. Amen. We can read and write about the word, but if we are not acting according to God's word, we can't succeed. So we Amen. have to develop a relationship with God and keep pressing towards the mark. I hope that something we shared with you tonight broke some chains in your life and touched your heart. So get ready for next week to break some more chains. We're, we will be discussing marrying well. Marrying Amen. well. Amen. Marrying well. All right. Amen. Get ready for that, ladies and gentlemen. Marrying well. <laughs> All right, then. About to open up a can of worms for some people out there, I tell you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Marrying well. Get ready for that next Wednesday. All right. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for turning us on tonight. If there's anybody out there, uh, before we get uh, Pastor Kim's final comment, Evangelist Prayers out. Uh, anybody else on the line would like to make a comment? The line is open for you. God bless you. Welcome to the show. If you have a comment, feel free. Just want to say shout out to everybody. God bless every last one of you guys. But uh, Queen of is the reason why I'm listening. And I'm listening because of that. And it, it takes one person. And I'm driving and everybody hearing what we talking about as I'm doing my thing. So thank y'all. Love you all. But I had to give a shout out to the reason why because that's what we need to do is come together. Amen. As as as, as one and you know, just make it happen. That's all. I, I enjoy myself. I enjoy Amen. Myself. Amen. God bless you, brother. You and yours be safe out there on that road. And we thank you for turning us Amen. on. Feel free to come back anytime you like. God bless you, man. And we love you too, brother. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Straight up. Amen. 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 All right. All right. Um, let me give uh, uh, our Black History honoree for tonight before I uh, let our uh, overseer say something and evangelist pray us out. Uh, our Black History honoree, which we do every night, our Black History honoree tonight is Jarena Lee. Miss Jarena Lee traveled 2,325 miles and preached 178 sermons in one year as part of her crusade as a traveling minister. In 1819, Reverend Richard Allen granted her permission to preach, making her the first authorized female preacher in the African Methodist Episcopal Church. Eight years prior, he had turned her away, but Allen changed his mind after he witnessed Lee deliver an urgent appeal to the congregation during a visiting minister's sermon. 
As she traveled, Lee faced many difficulties as an African-American woman, but was able to inspire thousands through her preaching and her published autobiography, The Life and Religious Experience of Jarena Lee. Miss Jarena Lee is our Black History honoree for today. God bless. All right, everybody, here's your health tip. Don't forget, drink plenty of water. Water. At least get you seven bottles of the uh, 16-ounce bottles of water and drink those every day. You should have at least a minimum of 64 ounces of water in your body on a daily basis. You need to take better care of yourself, eat right, cut back on all the fried foods, all the sweets, all the snacking, eat you more fruits, more vegetables, and start and, and do something else. Do me one favor. Become a vegetarian for a day every week, at least one day. You choose your day. You're not going to eat no meat so you can take better care of yourself. All right? Start exercising in the morning early evening and start taking better care of your physical body, your mental, and also your spiritual most importantly. Study the word of God, pray to God, spend time with God, meditate with God, talk with God, and watch your life change. All right? We need you healthy physically, mentally, and most importantly, spiritually. God bless you. We'll be back here tomorrow night, 7 p.m. with Breaking Change with the Men of Valor. The men will come on and have a round table. Uh, All the ladies are invited to come in and talk with us as we spend time talking with you. Thank you for tonight. Uh, Pastor Kemp, your final comment, sir. I just want to say say God bless each and every one who shared tonight. And I just just like to tell tell the ladies, you guys are doing a wonderful job. Uh, I I really, really uh, think very highly of the job that you're doing. And the things that you're talking about is informing other ladies, and and it's informative for men too. And any time that we speak, we should be informative to both male and female, because God, you know, he's, he's he he talks about it. He, he, that male, female, born slave or free, he don't care who we are. All the words stand the same for all of us. So I just ask us to ask that you continue doing what you're doing and. Continue speaking out for the Lord and do your kingdom building. And uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. And God bless you guys. I, I, I uh, take my hat off to you guys. Uh, talking about hindrances because there's so many hindrances. What it was before today, and it was a good topic. And so I really enjoyed uh, just listening and just be listening, being part of you guys. So God bless you. Keep up the good work. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Pastor. Thank you. That's our overseer, Pastor Dr. LaVert Kemp. Uh, Thank you, sir, for being here. All right, evangelist, uh, God bless you, ma'am. Can you pray us out, please? Yes, sir. Oh, Heavenly Father, gracious Father, Lord, we just thank you on tonight, God. Lord, we thank you for bringing forth healing across this airwave, God. Lord, we thank you on tonight for breaking chains, God. Lord, we thank you on tonight for even changing some people's mindsets, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you, Father God, for just who you are on tonight, God. So, Lord, as we leave this airwave, never from your presence, God, Lord, I ask that you bless every home, God, that's been listening. 
bless every home, every evangelist and pastor and 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 prophet for me. Just bless us all, God, that's on this airwave, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. Lord, see about even our personal situations, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. And Lord, we thank you for your seeds falling on good ground, God. That one plant and one water and you'll give the increase, God, of the listeners on tonight, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 God bless all you ladies. I love you, and ain't nothing you can do about it. And we love you out there. Thank you for being here with us. We'll see you tomorrow night with the mighty men of valor, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Have yourself a wonderful evening. God bless you, everybody. Love you. Peace. Nobody great.
nobody great Nobody Come on, lift those hands for real in here. Come on. Nobody greater. Nobody greater, Jesus. Nobody greater than you. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Now lift those hands, singers, and let's just give them the glory. Nobody greater. Nobody greater Couldn't find nobody Nobody greater Nobody greater than you Nobody greater than you I dare you lift your hand and say that with us tonight Come on, nobody greater with P31 Ladies on YAT Radio, where each week we discuss the importance of female self-esteem, self-identity, and noble character. You can always get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. That's Breaking Chains, where we leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.